episode three coming at ya. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm Zena. And I'm Jen. And we're your Wad Mothers. Episode three. Yes. So exciting. So exciting. Let's start off with the fact that we have got an amazing guest that we are going to introduce to everyone today, our very first guest. Um, But let's take care of some housekeeping items just to get it out of the way. We have some shout outs and some thank yous we want to drop. Big thank yous. We're so grateful to everyone that's taken the time to share their feedback with us and to encourage us and let us know what a wonderful thing uh, we are doing. It makes us so proud. This is a labor of love. And uh, it means the world to us. So thank you for your emails, your comments, and the time that you've taken to reach out to us. Secondly, we wanted to talk about Wad Mothers and how you can help promote Wad Mothers and support us by going to iTunes, rating us, following us, liking us, sharing us. You can also find us on SoundCloud as well. So please, if you would, just take a moment out of your day and be honest. We would love to have your feedback and we would love to have your ratings because that makes us more prevalent and it makes it easier for people to find us and it yes. enlarges our audience well, base. The more, exactly. The more you share, the more we can reach out to other women and that's ultimately yeah. our goal. Stop is lurking. To... Show your love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about we had two winners this past month from some giveaways that we yes. gave away. So, Chris, Zeno, who are they? Yes. Christy W. has been a phenomenal supporter of Wad Mothers from the beginning. Um, so thank you for that love, Christy W. She was the winner of our Mark Bell Slingshot Hip Circle Sport Pack. Um, and we got confirmation that she received it, yes? Absolutely. And who was our second winner of our Kenisa H. She um, got the Whole30 Day by Day book yes. from liking and sharing and supporting. So thanks yes. again. And Kenisa. keep doing it because we've got a lot of great things lined up for you that we can't wait to share with you. So if you like us, support us, share us, we will make sure that we uh, show the love back. So thank you for that. Yep, that's all I've got for housekeeping. So one of the big items that we always share with you in regards to our mission for Wad Mothers is how much we're like you. We, we are just like you. We're real people. We have real lives. We've got jobs. We've got families. Real struggles. Real struggles. And so we thought a great uh, opportunity is to take a snippet of your time and share how like you we are um, by some of the realities that we work with uh, on a daily basis, right, as we're living life. So Jen, why don't you share Um, what you're going through, right? Well, just past couple weeks, I did a mini reset, which I shared with you all that we were going to be doing that. And in that mini reset, I learned a lot of things when you are not eating clean and you're not in a normal habit of bringing healthy foods into your house. Um, kind of what goes on. You know, I remember when I was eating clean, all of my sleep patterns were great. I was deep sleeping. I had energy, all of these things. And I was starting to get it back on my mini reset that I did. And it just brought that clarity of focus into why do we eat the food that we eat and and why do we um, prepare the food that we do for our families. So that was a big one for me. Another one has just been this water intake, right? So we talked about when we shared our the 12 days of Christmas, uh, our Hydrate Spark bottles. Yeah. I've been drinking tons of water ever since I purchased 
that bottle and it just keeps me on my game it keeps me in the know it blinks at me when i don't when i'm not drinking water and that's huge especially for me because one of my goals is weight loss yours may not be um but one of mine is to get healthier and to get leaner to build more muscle mass and so so on but in order to do that you know water plays a huge role in that so that's been big for me and just being very aware of it yeah and another thing I have been dealing with an injury for over a year now, and I don't know if anyone else else out there struggles, but I started as a runner many years ago and injured my foot, plantar fasciitis. Um, I have, and it's it's pretty bad. You know, the cortisone shots, the whole deal that I go through. But what I've learned is is that you, even if you have this injury, and um, there's certain things that are going on in your life that maybe keep you from what you want to be doing, you can always find something to be active. So even though I have the plantar fasciitis, it's what am I doing? How, what stretches am I, am I doing? Am I wearing a brace at night? And then just really monitoring my body throughout workouts and other things. And I'm not afraid to say, no, I'm not going to do a box jump. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do a step up because I know a box jump is going to put me out for a couple weeks. So just don't get in that mindset if you are in a CrossFit gym or you're working out with somebody else that you have to do something because somebody else is doing it. You really just have to listen to your body. And that's something very important that I've learned the the last year really um, about this injury. So, well, I'm so proud of you because you haven't let it stop you. You've always found an alternative, a modification to do it. And it's important to surround yourself with people that won't let you get into that dark space. Yes. Right? A big thing for me was I picked up walking again. Um, yes. I put my Fitbit, Fitbit back on, um, which last year I had a knee injury that um, also parlayed into some arthritis that I was diagnosed with in my knee, which, by the way, if you are struggling with an injury, I implore you, please go get it professionally checked out. Don't try to self-medicate. Um, it was the result of poor therapy that ended up leading to a re-injury, and I should have gone to a professional from the beginning. And it, uh, it, was, it was a horrible experience. It put me in a really dark place because I kind of gave up on a lot of stuff. And so I just put my Fitbit back on and started walking, which I have to tell you that when I first started walking, I thought walking was for sissies. And I was like, why you have to be in box lifting big things? But you do. <laughs> you do need to get strong. But there's also nothing wrong with getting out there walking, getting the blood flowing, clearing your mind. I've started listening to podcasts to make sure that it's just I'm mindful of what I'm listening to instead of just listening to music, which is also there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it, man, it's just made such a difference. It's made such a difference. It's made me realize how non-active I was. Just getting in one workout during the day, I thought, well, I'm, I'm being active. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was being active for maybe 20, 30 minutes tops. Right. But I wasn't really being active consistently. And this has made me start measuring um, my level of activity. So that's been a big thing for me, too. So I think that's wonderful. And we want to be able to check in with you all to let you know what we're dealing with and to show you how we're doing our best to overcome it. And we will. And we're real. And we'll make mistakes, but we'll share them with you. We so real. (laughs) We so real. We so real. Okay, so we're coming to a really cool part of this podcast. And I have the honor and pleasure to introduce somebody very, very dear to my heart. Um, 
Her name is Jackie Haslam, and she is the creator of Flavor Saver Jackie. You can find her at Flavor Saver Jackie on Instagram, as well as Flavor Saver Jackie is her email address at gmail.com as well. So and that's Jackie, J A C K I E. Yeah, that's very important. Um, Zena will also spell that for you at the end in case you didn't hear it. So that's a flavor. But let me talk to you for a minute about Jackie. So Jackie and I met um, at our very first Essentials CrossFit class together. And we were both totally nervous and didn't know what we were doing. We're like, oh my gosh, this barbell weighs so much. Um, And we were just joking and laughing throughout all of it. But um, that was the start of our friendship. And throughout um, several years now, um, I've leaned on Jackie for many things. But one of the things that I really look towards um, to her for is her love and her passion for food for real food um, and just her heart that she has with it that goes into it so um, Jackie is going to talk to us about a lot of um, things about Whole30 she's going to talk to us um, about maybe some meals and some other things so we are going to dive in so Miss Jackie hello what's up hi Jackie thank you so much for having me this is so fun thank you for being here (laughs) Yes, we just want to shine the light on you and get your expertise and everything Mm -hmm. that you know about food and your tips and tricks out to so many other people to inspire them. So I want to ask you, since we are talking about Whole30 and January is Mm -hmm. all about Whole30 for us, can you talk to me about why did you start Whole30 in the first place? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, the Whole30 peer pressure was very real in our gym at the time when we were all going, going to the same box and, you know, it seemed like everybody was doing that or everybody at least was doing something that was paleo-ish or eating clean and Whole30 was kind of like the up and coming thing and I didn't really know that much about it. Um, But everybody in the gym just kind of committed to doing it and we had a page that was developed on Facebook where everybody was just a part of this really amazing group and we had this community where there was a ton of support and so we could learn all about it and so I just started reading about it. I got uh, Melissa Hartwig's book, It Starts With Food, and I just kind of dived in with my husband and it just really was something that I was interested in right from the get-go and I loved it so and Jackie um, you said of all the books that you've read everyone mm -hmm. should start with it starts with food I think so that made a big impact yeah Yeah, because it really helps you to understand not just what Whole30 is but the why behind why you're doing it why it's so important because it's not a fad diet nope no nope Okay, well, so with that, we want to ask, what is your advice? What do you have for our audience? Mm-hmm. What's like something you could give them? Um, I think the first thing that I would recommend for everybody that's considering starting a Whole30 or maybe it's the first time you've ever done anything like this, the first thing would just be to calm down, to breathe and relax. Um, you're not <laughs> calm it down, calm it down. Yeah. Because, um, you don't have to be, it's not a food competition. You're not Bobby Flay. Like let's get real. <laughs> this is just taking the crap out of your diet and putting in healthier food to fuel your body. So, you know, there's going to be some nights when you you're tired and you need to make a really simple meal. It doesn't have to be a 10 or 15 ingredient, something that you're trying to throw together. Keep it simple. That's a lot of advice that I've gotten from people, um, on the whole 30 community that we all share together. Just, 
you know, a two or three ingredients put together to do the job and to, you know, fuel your body, which is the, the main point. And you're right? really big into whole foods. You want mm-hmm. people to get into their kitchens yeah. and to not be afraid of cooking with real ingredients, real mm-hmm. spices, mm-hmm. Um, and to get away from the processed crap and the middle of the aisles at the grocery store. So absolutely, what um, would you say has been one of the keys to your success with Whole30. What's made you so successful? Um, I think one of the biggest things to be successful is to make sure you're part of a community. Make sure you have that somebody in your life, you know, whether it's one friend or an entire group or someone from your gym. For me, it's been all of those things, but I've also been really lucky. I've had my husband who has done it right by my side and been really awesome about that, but also just being prepared is one of the most important things. So planning ahead, making sure that you are set up to be successful. If you have a plan and you know you're going to follow it, then there's not even a chance of failure. So for me, I like to meal plan for the week is that what direction we need to go in like meal planning okay um so I'll just kind of tell you how I meal plan which I think is different from how a lot of people do it the way that I like to meal plan is I like to do it seven days in advance that's so important yes um for me I think I found it really intimidating to think about okay on Sunday I'm gonna make 10 or 20 meals and I'm just gonna hash it out in the kitchen and I'm gonna realistic dirty up all my stuff and it's going to be a pain no that to me is not fun at all um that sounds like a miserable time actually if that's how you want to do it that's great like no problem with that but for me I like to do it just one thing at a time but I sit down every Saturday morning I find a quiet spot in my house and I get a hot cup of coffee and I collect my cookbooks and my like archived recipes that are tried and true that I know are my go-tos and I get my laptop and I sit down and I just type everything up day by day so for seven days from saturday to saturday i have my breakfasts, lunch and dinners all planned out and that's nothing fancy i, d- I wish i was fancier <laughs> but i type it out into a word document and i just write out exactly what i'm having and then i have my grocery list at the bottom of the page of exactly what i need for those recipes or those meal ideas that i have and then i get to the grocery store, get everything I need, and I get home, it's printed out, it's on the fridge, I know exactly what I need to stick to for the week, my husband knows what we're having, and that's how it's executed. So how long would you say that takes you to do that Um, as you're preparing? Sitting down takes me about an hour. If I'm not distracted, I get distracted really easily with like Facebook and my phone. Yeah, (laughs) which we all know we can burn an hour on Facebook Yes, but I would say about an hour, which is fine with me I enjoy I love that time how you make it like your me time yes though. that's my me yeah. time it's like it get that cup of coffee sit yes. down in your quiet spot and you do it and so I just want to add on what you said that mm-hmm. I don't use my laptop but I do just get a piece of computer paper and I draw this grid of Saturday and I do the same thing yeah, I, like I do that. Saturday I start with Saturday with meal prep and I go to the grocery store on Saturday as well but yeah. mine is just literally I draw out like the grid of Monday like Saturday through I guess the following you know yeah. seven days it's however you need to get it yeah. out just, however it need, yeah. well, there's apps too where you yes. can put in what you're going yeah. to prepare I'm not that savvy but well, the transform <laughs> app that we've talked about before you can pick meals that they've prepared mm-hmm. and then it will generate your grocery list for you yeah. right you just have to be careful on that because that's not necessarily always whole 30 right but yeah look through that there's so many out there yeah okay yeah. so what else Jackie um so 
I told you about how I do it day by day, seven days in advance. Um, breakfast are generally the same. It's usually hard-boiled eggs and bacon um, with some greens, but I like my food to be really fresh, so I might meal prep two or three days of breakfast in advance um, and just have those all ready. So I'll put the bacon that I need on a baking sheet and I'll bake that off while I'm making my hard-boiled eggs and then I'll just kind of portion everything out after it's done for about two or three days. And that's about as much as I can tolerate of food uh, food being prepared in advance. Um, Lunches are strictly every time without fail, it's going to be what was left over from dinner the night before. Um, And for dinners, those are made fresh every night. Um, and they're portioned out. So I I get four portions out of everything that I cook. So two, which are eaten at dinner at night by myself and my husband. And then the next day, the other two are eaten at lunch by myself and my husband. Um, And this is why we were so excited to share Jackie and what you were trying to do because you were cooking for yourself and your uh husband. Yep. Two completely different body compositions, mm-hmm. two completely different genders. He's two a beast compl- with he a hot is a different body. level of an athlete. <laughs> so what you are eating is still accomplishing the same goal for a petite, yeah. right? I would say a petite frame. And then you're also feeding and satiating my six foot tall husband. Your six foot tall Girl husband man. who is yep. working out five days a week. Yeah, he's pretty right? busy. And he's busy and he works full time. And so mm-hmm. he's able to still be satiated yeah. and eat off of that yeah the yummy and I love that you were eating your leftovers for breakfast which is yes. also debunking a big or lunch myth. yeah or lunch well about- Jen actually is a fan of eating the leftovers at breakfast of her dinner I love I um, swear it was I've something not done for me. that I'm not an egg person right yeah. so like I try really hard like I can eat an, a hard boiled egg every time I make eggs though I try I seriously do it's like me and seafood like I'm gonna taste it I'm gonna try it but then I half the time You're I don't so like cute. it so I'll eat steak I eat steak in the morning whatever yeah. go for it right so, hey, I wanted to ask you a question, yeah. though, because we were talking. Um, how do, do you it. feel about um, people that are like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. It's like, um, like when's your cheat day? Uh-huh. So how do you feel yeah. about that? Um, I feel like <laughs> just stop. Just stop. You've been cheating every day your entire life. And you can do 30 days of no processed food it's 30 days. It's not 365 days. It's not rest of your life until you die. Day. No, it's 30 days. You're and it make benefits it. you. Like yeah. you learn so much from it. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yep. You can do this. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about just real quick when I am meal planning. So there's not always these perfect dinners that are made. Um, I sit down when I'm meal planning and I pull up my calendar for the week too. And so I work around my obligations for the week. Yeah. If I'm going to work and have a late night, then those are the days that a crock pot meal is going to be made or something very easy like burger patties with sweet potato or thrown on some lettuce with avocado slices. Very simple meals are going to be made on my busier days when I I'm love just that. exhausted. I love how you are taking in your life yes. right into yeah. account um, because it, preparation. Well, because that would just make me yeah. fail. If I knew that I was yes. going to be exhausted after getting home at night from the gym, then I I'm just going to, that's going to be um, a window of opportunity right. to fail. Right. Um, and then on my days where I have more freedom and I'm working at home, then those are the days I'm going to plan a more creative and elaborate meal 
um, and I just have more time to work on it. So Jackie, where are you getting your hauls from? Where do you mm-hmm. go and get your proteins and oh, your spices? And if your... I could go all the time, I would live in Trader Joe's because I love Trader Joe's, but it's so far from my house. Yeah. Um, but I just go to Kroger right down the street. It's two okay. miles from my house. So yes. that's where I go. And it's perfect. Um, that's where everything in my refrigerator and pantry is from. And sometimes I do make the haul to Trader Joe's if I go to my office deeper in Nashville. Right. Um, but that might just be once a month that I can get there. And even that is not very often. So what are your favorites that you have in your kitchen? Like what mm-hmm. are some of your go-tos that as you were going through Whole30 and, and getting into this habit of, of meal prepping, mm-hmm. did you find were the most helpful to you? You mean like ingredients or gadgets or? Yeah. What, what are your top three favorite gadgets that you have in your kitchen that you can't live uh, without? I only have three to choose from. Okay. <laughs> well, my first is going to be my chef's knife. Um, I have an amazing um, knife that I like that is a, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Just try it. Well, I have a shun chef knife that I like, but that thing will cut you. It will cut you. (laughs) Um, That's Jen's favorite saying. Yeah. So you definitely need a sharp, sharp ass knife. Y'all get a sharp ass knife, Mm -hmm. please. Go in your kitchen. Take Um, all that dull shit and sharpen that. That's right. That's right. Morgan sharpens it for me. Um, Your KitchenAid, my KitchenAid mixer is a lifesaver. I use that quite a bit. It has different attachments, different paddle attachments that you can use. And... Probably my mandolin slicer. So yes. those are like my three yeah. top picks. In don't my buy kitchen. the cheap mandolin slicer. I did. I was like, I'm gonna so go awesome. for the deal. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. no, don't. no, don't do it. I love yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a great investment. Mm-hmm. You know, my takeaways from you are invest in yourself. Get good quality yep. spices. Get good quality kitchen gadgets. Right. Mm-hmm. And treat just yourself. Stuff. Treat just okay. And so, like, let me just add just a little. Each week that you're successful in your Whole30, just like Zena said, treat yourself. Write out a list of things like kitchen gadgets or things that you want. And when you're successful, reward yourself with something that's going to put better food in your house. Yeah. Yep. So, well, what are some of your meals? What are your three go-to meals, Jackie? My three go-to meals. Well, I would say for people that are considering doing their first Whole30, um, those people might benefit from meals that can be stretched. So... Two of them are breakfast meals. Um, I really like to make a sweet potato hash that is essentially diced up sweet potatoes that are softened in a cast iron skillet um, with some browned sausage. I make my own sausage, so I just mix it up. Yep. I get some ground sausage and mix it up with um, some salt and pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, get some red pepper flakes on there and lots of fennel seed and just get that mixed up and brown that just like you would ground um, with ground beef and then drain the fat off. But soften up some sweet potatoes and red pepper, um, green pepper and onion and a diced Granny Smith apple and then just have all of that mixed up together. And that is going to stretch out over probably three or four breakfasts that you can have split up. Um, for like half the week. Okay. Um, I really like that. And then I also really like what I call kitchen sink casserole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word casserole because it sounds really boring and like vanilla. <laughs> we but, need to come up with a new word. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
How about trademark. kitchen sink dump? Yeah. Because it's don't literally it just like dumping everything that's in your refrigerator. So everything that your produce at the end of the week, if it's looking kind of wilty, kind of sad. Yeah. You know, throw it in the dump. Throw it in there. But I just like <laughs> get it all mixed up with some chicken sausage. I like sweet potato in there and onions and peppers, all kinds of spices and just throw it in a big baking dish and whisk up about eight eggs and season your eggs with salt and pepper and garlic powder and red pepper flakes and just pour that over your veggie mix whatever bake kind it. of produce yeah and you bake it off for 30 minutes 375 it's awesome nothing has gone to waste and that's going to serve you a good half a week i'd say jackie you take you deliver it so simply like it, honestly like i can't wait yeah, to make people, it just the dump it stop being intimidating yeah that's really yeah. eloquent you guys that just pe- dump it just dump, dump it. it yeah dump it. like a lot of people are coming and asking advice about how do i do this this is my first whole 30 and i remember like i'm trying to put myself back yeah. right and go back to when mm-hmm. we first did it i was so nervous i remember calling you zina and i was like what do i do walk yeah. me through this i don't know what to do and it's like you can't go wrong you get your fats mm-hmm. you get your proteins you get your veggies and you get some of your carbs right and you've got this all out and anything goes it's just like jackie said look in your kitchen and go okay i've got some tomatoes i've got some spinach i've got whatever okay i'm gonna saute this up and throw it in and do something with it it's not that hard no it's not no and we talked about this jackie in regards Mm -hmm. to people thinking it's going to be super expensive which it's not right you're getting ready to go into the first of the year whether you're starting whole 30 on january 1 january 2 we know January fifteenth, whenever, 15th, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the amount of money that you're spending on all the extra junk that you pick up when you're in the grocery store, like nobody is putting candy on their grocery list and whatever treats they like to give themselves. And I've yeah. always had a perspective of I'm taking that money and I'm putting it towards getting a better quality nut butter or I'm getting a kitchen gadget. Uh-huh. So it can be realistic. It may be a little bit costly on the front end. But it's going yeah. to last you through, yeah? Absolutely. It's it's more costly on the front end. But if you think about it from a nutritional perspective, too, this is a huge thing for me is thinking long term. Like, am I going to spend money investing my, in myself to be a healthy person now? Or am I going to spend my money covering medical bills because I'm sick? Yeah. Because I haven't invested in myself and Good I've fueled my body point. terribly. Just getting deep on us. Yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. I dropped that bomb, Super but deep. you know, drop it low, low, drop it, drop it low, low. We don't have sound right. We don't have copyright clearance on that sample. So <laughs> you just Jen messed it up. So, anyways, that was fun. Um, all right. So, what's your last meal? My last meal is. My pork and salsa verde. Ooh. Um, this is something that I would definitely make on a day where I knew I was going to be busy. I just threw it in the crock pot in the morning, 6 a.m., put a pork tenderloin in the crock pot, put a jar of salsa verde in the crock pot, um, slice up an onion, put the lid on it, and walk away for eight hours. And when you like get that home, simple. like it's that easy. Like you don't even need maybe salt and pepper to taste at the end but when you get home you can just shred it up and that's seriously going to make like six to eight meals i mean it's huge and you can i like to serve that over baked sweet potatoes or just with a side salad but what i really love to do with it is take i'm a huge breakfast person but i love to take it um on the weekends 
and put it in a frying pan with some bacon fat and let it get kind of crispy. Like don't touch it. Just let it sit and do its thing. It's going to crisp up after a little while. And then you can take it and put it on some sauteed kale Mm. and then serve an egg on top. It is amazing. I'm going to need a picture of that on your Insta. Girl, it's coming. And keep an eye out. Jackie has a beautiful eye. Um, and a beautiful palette for all of the dishes that Thank she's going to be welcome for all well, the dishes she's going to be sharing colorful. with us. Y'all, yeah, look yeah. at your plate now. I'm like I'm, if you're eating something right now, look at it. And if it's not colorful, it ain't right. Right. So, yeah. and everything Jackie color. does has tons of color in it. So I, I just love, love that. It. Well, okay. So, all right. So we have those three meals. Those mm-hmm. are huge. And you just said that you can do several other meals with that, with the pork carnitas, right? Salsa verde. Yeah. Salsa verde pork deal. Got yep. it. So we have three spices, though. So what are some spices? What are some must-have spices that if you were going to put some things in your, your cabinet and your spice rack, what would you do? Um, I, For me, the essentials are, of course, salt and pepper. But I really think garlic powder is a must-have, onion powder, red pepper flakes, chili powder, cumin, and coriander. If you have those in your cabinet and paprika, then you can basically make anything. That'll, I mean, that'll cross over all your proteins. Oh yeah. Why you are people make, so scared of spices? I think because they're uh, people are not familiar with them because they're buying food that is already processed um, with that in there. But also point. they're expensive yeah, up yeah. front, you yeah. know. But after you have it in your cabinet, it's really cheap. So yeah. your grocery bill isn't as high once you just invest in all of those, um, you know, staple ingredients that you need. That's perfect. Yeah. And I would add another one of just a an Italian mix of some sort, Italiano. an Italian blend. Uh-huh. Because that's one that is, comes in a lot of things where you just want to, you know, just throw that. And this is the big one, guys, right? Some people are like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, is that a teaspoon? Is that have a teaspoon? It is doesn't it matter. Tip? Just throw no. it in there. Yes. If you like some pepper, get your pepper up in there. Yes, if you like things girl. spicy, just put that stuff up in there. So, that's right. Um, I think some people get so hung up on that, like, I can't find the recipe. Just go with it. Yeah. All right. Well, Jackie, you're amazing. Zena, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. It was so fun. And for sharing all of your knowledge with us. Thank you, Wad Mothers. Mm. No, she didn't. Sounds so good. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So you can follow (laughs) Jackie on Instagram and Facebook at Flavor Saver Jackie. I would spell it for Mm -hmm. you, but Jane gets mad. A-C-K-I-E. Yes. Yep. Yes. Not with a Y. Not with a Y, y'all. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Be on the lookout for some great things to come from this young lady. She is magnificent. All right. So we'd like to close out um, this podcast with a hey, gang. Hey, gang. Hey, girl. And if y'all don't know, hey, gang comes from our audio engineer, Mr. Chris Haven. Slash quality control. He's the best. Y'all, he talks like he's an 80-year-old man. He crosses his legs like one, too. (laughs) And every now and then he just says, hey, gang. gang. And he throws something at us that we're not expecting. So that's what we're going to give to you. So, all right. right, So I recently this year have been picking up a lot more books. And one of the books that I'm currently reading is by Jen Hatmaker. And it's For the Love is her book and it's just fighting for grace and in this book i love 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 when she talks about running your race running your race what inspires you what are you going to do in 2018 that you haven't done before that speaks to your heart and it's not about other people like can this person see me successfully doing this or whatever judgment that you feel maybe from other people nix all of that Focus just on you, sit down and write some things out, whether it is, um, you know, 
a um, class that you want to take, a seminar you want to go to, a podcast that you really want to listen to that inspires you, if it is um, a certification that you're wanting to get, whatever it is, maybe even starting like Jackie has, you know, starting up her Flavor Saver Jackie, that's huge. Like listen to your gut, listen to your soul, what that is. So Something that has been speaking to me is getting women together to do community workouts. A lot of you don't belong to a CrossFit box, or maybe you go to a big Globo gym. I don't know, or you're working out at your house. What we'd like to do is try, and we're going to do it this month, to do a successful gathering of just stations, women, um, networking, getting to know each other, and starting at their own fitness level. So on January 27th, that's a Saturday, if you are local in Spring Hill, Tennessee, we would love, love, love for you to join us. There's going to be more information on our Instagram and Facebook pages just promoting this. We're reaching out to two um, level one CrossFit coaches that have tons of experience that are going to help us program this and program these stations. If you haven't done CrossFit, that's okay. Come with some really, come with some decent shoes is what we ask. Yeah. Some decent shoes and come with just an attitude of, I'm going to try something. And just get ready to move. Don't be scared. If all you can do is walk, we'll walk with you. Yes. If you want to pick up a barbell, we'll pick up a barbell with you. We're, we're here with you. So Exactly. And we all have to remember when we all walked into a CrossFit box or wherever you started your fitness journey, you weren't where you are now. So we all start at different levels and just know that. We know that with everybody coming in. So January 27th, mark the date, save the date in your calendar. More information coming soon. But we would love for other women to network, inspiring each other, cheer each other on, and just meet other women trying to be successful on whatever journey it is that you are trying to accomplish. And our purpose is to have it at the end of the month so it can get you revived and excited about the beginning of your new month, right? To stay on track, to stay on par, to stay motivated, and to hopefully meet some people that you can create a network with to keep you accountable. Exactly. And no one is going to do this for you. You're you're the only one that can do it for yourself. So all we can ask is have some decent shoes and show up. And That's it. Can't wait. So this is my, I'm going to run my race. This is something that's been speaking to me. I hope you run your race, whether it's your conference you go to, something that dials into what speaks to your heart and lets your gifts shine because that's what's most important. That's right. Because when we give, like Jackie's giving her talents and her gifts to us and the people listening, then other people get motivated and are blessed by it so we love you guys thank you always for your time it's precious and the fact that you share it with us means so much and at the end of the day we We got got you boo so organic so organic it's happening (laughs) so natural (laughs) 